Does AHDB deliver for beef and sheep farmers? And what should they be spending your money on? Those are some of the questions we're looking to answer in this week's episode of Over the Farm Gate. I'm your host for this week, Farmers Guardian Head of Business Alex Black, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. There's just two days to go until the deadline to sign up for AHDB's Shape Your Future campaign. Farmers have until March 31st to sign up to get their views across on the future of the levy body in the upcoming votes. Over the past few weeks, we've spoken to farmers across the industry to find out their thoughts on AHDB. And this week, it's the turn of beef and lamb. As of yesterday, over 8,700 farmers have signed up. But AHDB were hoping for a final push, particularly in the red meat sector. For pork, way over 50% of levy payers were now signed up. But the levy body was still looking for more from the beef and lamb sectors. Again, as of yesterday, around 1,700 beef farmers had signed up, with over 1,400 signed up in the sheep sector. And whether you're a long-standing critic, big supporter or anywhere in between, AHDB say that they want to hear your thoughts. On our previous podcasts, we've talked to people in the cereal and oilseed sector and the dairy sector. We've had a range of opinions, with some questioning the value of the vote, while others called on AHDB to demonstrate its worth to levy payers. So what do those in the beef and lamb sectors think? Jess Fredenberg has been finding out. So Colin and Ian, welcome to the Farmer's Garden podcast. I wonder if you could just first give us a little introduction to yourselves. Um, Ian, can you go first? Can you tell us what you farm and where and a little bit about your system? Okay, we're farming 20 miles north of central London in um, suburban Hertfordshire. We we own 100 acres. We run a, a low input system. We're not high fertilizer users, never have been. And in the last four or five years, I've got quite involved in regenerative agriculture principles and have moved away from fertiliser altogether. Nice. Thank you. Um, Colin, what about you? In in just a few sentences, can you tell us about what you farm and where and and what you're you're focusing on right now? Uh, We farm in Mid-Devon, where I own probably... Uh, 230, 40 acres. Uh, we rent just a small, small bit extra at times. We put, we try and put our sheep away to keep in the winter. As far as AHDB goes, uh, I think AHDB are going very much in the right direction. Uh, they've got some ways to go, but um, I think uh, Mr. Safir has turned it around a little bit, and uh, it all seems to be he- heading. Uh, in the right direction. Well, let, let's let's talk about the HDB now then. So, first of all, have you both registered for the ballot? Colin, have you registered? Yes. yes. And Ian, have you registered? Yeah, great. Okay. So, I mean, I think first it'd be interesting to just know, do you feel like you both use AHDB resources and services well um do you think you get much out of it and do you think it's really worthwhile um Colin what about you I I would refer to the individual market um reports practically daily to be fair um on a Monday night you look and see uh locally to see what happened at Exeter and and Sedgemoor um um there's there's Welsh markets as well Ludlow Ross on Y and Welsh Pool. Uh, Tuesday, you'd, you'd have a look at um, Brecon, Bridge North, and probably Ruthin. 
who would give, an indi- uh, give you an indication of what's happening. Wednesday would be Holdsworthy, Hereford, and a few other markets. But it, it, it helps me to decide um, when to sell stock and when not to sell stock, you know? Um, to me, that is one hell of a hell of an advantage. Yeah. So you're really you're really using that that data by the sounds of it. Um, Ian, what about you? Do you feel like you use the you know HDB much? Not really. Um, it's the people that my livestock are sold to that would make most use of it. I do think that the um, the market intelligence that they assemble is the the single most useful thing that the ahdb do for me or generally for the beef industry um it's the most independent and the most thorough um gathering of data into one place that we have and there's generally some quite useful insight into where the market's going and what trends are so um yeah, I find that useful to look at just to have a view for how my customers as store buyers will be thinking. The England Woodland Creation Offer from DEFRA and the Forestry Commission is now available. If you're a farmer or land manager, you could receive over £10,000 for every hectare of woodland you create. And you don't need to take your best agricultural land out of use. Because when you plant trees, you plant the future. You plant a legacy which rewards you now and for generations to come. Put down roots. Visit gov.uk slash woodlandcreation. England only. Conditions apply. Okay, so it sounds it sounds like um, both of you the you know the market intelligence is really what's what's critical. Um, let's let's dig in a little bit more to what the ballot is actually going to contain because we we know there's going to be a whole bunch of questions on what HDB money uh, you know the levy money that you will pay is actually spent on and I've been given um, an example question so I've got I've got one here. So basically, the the ballot is going to ask farmers to rank in importance a set of priority areas that each sector board has identified. And for for beef and lamb, um, one priority area um, that has been identified by the board is protecting the reputation of beef and lamb and promoting the benefits to consumers. And they say that this will be achieved through um, educating consumers of the future, protecting and enhancing the reputation of the industry and um, the We Eat Balanced consumer and marketing campaign, which I don't know if you've seen it, but it's is a campaign all about um, trying to, you know, include including meat in a, in a balanced diet. So I guess, guys, what if you were being asked to rank rank this in importance, you know, the idea of protecting the reputation of the beef and lamb industry and promoting its benefits to consumers, the, the benefits of eating eating red meat. How would you rank that in importance in terms of like, you know, one to five is, is if one is not so important, five is really, really important. Um, Colin, what about you? Going going back to the AHDB for lamb, I think you'll find um, it's AHDB for lamb, but principally the sheep farmer wants something different out of it than the beef farmer. And I, th- I think there is justification along the way to actually split the AHD beef and lamb board for one for beef and the other to have the investment for sheep. Well, you know, I, I would want something completely different than Ian. Um, uh, 40% of, of our 
land product gets gets exported, as as you well know, uh, and if and that basically keeps our uh, our home market um, true. I, I farm I farm uh, to make money. I, I don't farm for the fun of it. Um, I farm to, to 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 make a living to to, to live, um, and um, you know, being businesslike is is where we have to go. And you know, if the supermarkets won't pay what 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 the public, you know, what 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 us farmers want, we need to find outside markets. And this is where AHDB needs to go very much, um, and their board needs to be set up more like New Zealand. Uh, instead of being chosen by government for these slots on the AHDB for land board, it should be voted on. It, you know, and and you know, if we're going to have to stand on our own two feet as a government want us to do, the 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 uh, Secretary of State and Defra must give us more reign as to who we have on the boards because you know they're all they're all basically got to be verified by government. Well, the government. The government don't want me to make a lot of money. They want me to produce food uh, as cheaply as I can for the public. And and they're not worried about whether Colin Rowland makes a profit or not. You know, and and we we, we have to get into that mindset. We, we You know, when we lose the BPS in a minute, by God, there's going to be some farmers squealing. Yeah, it's it's going to be really tough, isn't it? And I mean, from it, it sounds like what you're saying then, um, then Colin, is that you would you would rather, in terms of in terms of lamb at least, you would rather that the the emphasis was much more on developing um, export markets rather than promoting it in the domestic market. Um, I, I really wouldn't mind if the levy was put up to a pound or even two pounds, providing it was spent, because I think it's a good investment. If you if you find these markets abroad, lamb in 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 the USA is about nine pound a kilo, whereas in the UK it's it's six. I, you know we're not going to get nine pound a kilo, but if you can keep it short, it it, it stops these volatile markets. And, mm. and you know I don't want to pay any more levy than anyone else, but but I, I'm I'm I'd like to think that I'm astute enough to 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 try and. Invest money into it now rather than wait until it's on the floor and then have to pick it up. You know, when something's going forward, you need to keep pushing it. I think Mark um, Collins did right. I think there is a fundamental difference between the beef and the, the lamb sector and that it's inappropriate for IHDB to treat them as, as um, part of the same, the same process. Um, we have a, a large home consumption market for, for beef. We're in this weird position where um, a substantial portion of the beef consumed in England and England, Wales and Scotland is, is actually supplied by Ireland. Um, and we're also trying to export beef. So what we're actually doing is we're importing it and exporting it at the same time. Um, I would rather see a much stronger focus uh, on the maximizing the use of home produced beef in the UK. Um, and if the Irish want to export beef, let them go. Let them focus more on the um, international markets. Um, to come back to your your point about the promotion of meat um, to consumers, I think it's fundamental. Um, I I think the AHDB are 
probably the only body in the position at the moment of actually addressing this. Um, as red meat producers, we're under fire from all sorts of sectors. And the vast majority of the ammunition that's being used to attack us is scientifically unsound. But it needs someone with the clout to be able to challenge that on a scientific basis, on a regular basis in the, um, in the, the, the media and in, in the national narrative. And individual farms all need to be trying to talk to people locally, but it needs this to be done at a national level. Well, that to me is a clear beneficial use of levy funds. Um, they've had some minor successes with, um, with challenging a couple of companies recently, uh, but we need to go so much further with that. And if we don't, we risk fundamentally undermining our own industry. Mm, yeah, I think so that for, for me, that would be a clear high priority for AHDB over the next, um, probably the next five years, because mm. I can't see this going away. Yeah, so I think I think you from what you've both said then that it sounds like you've you've both very much um, I think made the point that the priorities for beef and lamb are actually quite different sometimes, probably often, and so there is there's a whole other issue there, isn't there? Um, that might not actually be picked up by the ballot. I'm guessing. Um, as we're talking, I'm looking mm. at the IHDB website. Um, there's their page that says beef and lamb, what do I get for my levy? Working with our levy payers, not quite sure what that means. Animal health, genetics and the environment. Well, if the AHDB weren't doing that, there are plenty of other organisations that would. And the farms who really consider that uh, things like EBVs and the, the intensive um, improvement of breeding, if, if they weren't working with the AHDB, they would still be doing that there's a commercial imperative for them to do so. So I see less of a benefit for that, for the HDB being heavily involved in that. And then the other one they, they list on their page is farm to fork traceability, livestock information. Um, we'll come on to that one, but I'm, that's a particular one that gets me angry. So. Oh, really? <laughs> is it something you don't think, uh, well, why does it get you angry? Can you elaborate? Again, there's a big difference here between beef and lamb. We, we have a, a, um, a cattle system that has worked very, very well. Um, I've considered BCMS to be exemplary, the, probably the best government organisation that I deal with, whereas I'm well aware that there's an awful lot of dissatisfaction with Arams. I quite understand that the technology that underpins BCMS um, is running up against the buffers in terms of its lifetime and that the system's got to be upgraded. But the uh, I can't remember being consulted as a producer and I haven't spoken to anyone yet who, uh, who does as to the system that should replace it and what should happen to our data. Um, my big concern with all of this is that our data will be provided to the trade beyond the farm gate um, to great advantage for them and we'll get nothing in return. Mm. Colin, is that is that something that um, that is a concern of yours as well? I I, um, I agree with Ian uh, uh, to a certain to a certain degree over it all. Um, I, as as I said previous, you know the, what what the lamb wants is 
is somewhat different. But I, 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 I just think that if they if they run as AHD beef and lamb, the 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 the, the side for sheep, the money for sheep should be kept somewhat separate to the money for beef and the you know so the beef can do what they want with their levy money and the sheep can do what they they want with their you know with with their I'm I'm looking at um the 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 page that Ian was talking about a second ago which is um on the a page off the the ballot page um the registration ballot page and it says you know it's about where the the funding from the levy goes for beef and lamb and they have got it um, very much here, like it's it's two separate um, two separate streams basically. And just just going back to the point you were making earlier, both of you about marketing to the consumer and marketing um, abroad. If we look at beef, actually the export, the amount spent on um, export development is more than any anything else. It's um, 163 pence. Um, per levy collected compared to marketing in the UK, which is 121 pence per levy collected. So it sounds like from what from what you were saying, Ian, you'd you'd rather that was perhaps reversed. Um, and if we go to lamb, export development is 24 pence um, out of 80 uh, pence per levy compared to 18 pence for marketing to the consumer. So there is actually more spent on on export development for lamb as well than than anything else. Um, but it's interesting. May, maybe um, maybe the it, it needs to be more emphasised from what from what you're saying. Um, is there is there anything else that you both think um, AHDB should be focusing money on, or indeed that it should be? Actually, you know, taking money back from and 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 really cutting cutting something out. Um, Colin, what about you? Oh, all these things, like all these things, I get in the post of better returns and that. Most of it doesn't apply to what we do. We we've well, we we cut our cloth over the last twenty years, uh, and and you know, you know to to make our farm um, somewhat profitable. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, let, let's let's go back to basics. This. This this um, vote that's coming up basically started off as a yes/no vote whether they should continue with a levy. Well, they saw what happened with the with, with the potatoes and the and the horticulture, and they were and they you know let's not make no bones about it. They thought what might happen to the beef and lamb and all the other things. This is why we're, you're being given a choice. Um, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I I've always been a supporter of AHDB, and we very much need them. But, uh, but they, they've got to take notice of the levy payer and not, uh, you know, not government. You, you know, let, let's go down the New Zealand route. Um, it, um, if we can have voted members onto the board and you get far, far more better businessmen than voting on. Not that I'm a very good businessman, but you get businessmen who are on the board. On the board and this is why the New Zealand Beef and Land Board are, are, are in every country, you know, if you speak with Remy Fourier now about, about lamb, uh, no matter where he goes, New Zealand and Australia are already there. And we've got to compete with them. We've got to get, we've got to get in with them. Um, and, uh, you know, for farming to carry on as we know it, you, you know, this, this, this lifetime of, 
trees and all that sort of stuff. In a minute, the government are going to wake up uh, and, and they're going to realize that we need to be self-sufficient or we're more self-sufficient in food in this country. Uh, and what better time than, than what's happening in abroad at present? You know, surely to God they should wake up soon. To support that, if I can, I remember um, a local meeting to here being held um, NFU meeting at which Minette Batters spoke where she was talking about our image abroad and she said at the um, the world I think it was World Food Trade Fair that year um, the government advertised for tenders to run the UK stand and it had been won by an environmental NGO and she said the it was embarrassing. She said that the theme of the stand, it was designed to look like a beehive. And it was all about how insect numbers have reduced in the UK and what we're going to do to farming policy to reverse the decline in insects. There was nothing about promoting our agricultural products on the world stage. Um, it was a complete missed opportunity. And that's a fundamental example of the sort of things we get wrong. And as, as Colin rightly says, we're up against people like the Australians and the New Zealanders who, in this particular example, are absolutely out ahead of, in front of everybody else. Um, if we want to try and develop export markets for these things, then we've got to get professional about it. We, are, we either do it properly or stop doing it altogether. Mm. I mean, I think with the, the export thing, it's an interesting one because, I mean, I, I've definitely spent quite a lot of time with the export teams at HDB and, and, and gone and seen them in action all around the world, including China and Germany and France and things at all these shows. And they are extremely um, professional and like, you know, just very, very knowledgeable and well connected. But this, the sense that I definitely get is that there are certain other countries that just have more resources at their fingertips for that export promotion, like you're saying, like New Zealand and the Irish are always big everywhere. And Perhaps there's there's definitely a resource resource thing there, isn't there? If the producers felt it was genuinely being driven by the producers' best interests, then they would be willing to stump up even more to fund that, to produce a really world class export system, export um, public yeah. uh, publicity <laughs> system, and export uh, drive. We have Dr. Phil Hadley, who, who's um, uh, he knows a tremendous amount about meat meat procurement. Um, but going back to the AHDB ballot, I think how how you get farmers <clears throat> how you get farmers to get off their backsides and register for the vote is one thing, and then getting them to actually do the do the vote thing afterwards. Uh, there will be an awful lot of farmers come April saying, well, "I never had the chance, or I didn't do it, or whatever." It's it's very very much. <laughs> Apathy, you know, and I, I'm I'm as bad when it comes around to doing these things. It's only because of you know I I I want to I want to see AHDB um, survive and I want to see them prosper and hopefully with Mr. Sophia and um, Tim Rycroft at the helm, uh, that will happen. That will happen. They've got some yeah. good guys there uh, who actually need a little bit of support. You know, we we we. We, we've done the shin kicking in the past and, and um, now hopefully the ship is, is, is turning around and they're going to work for us. 
thanks to Jez, Colin and Ian. If you want to have your say on AHDB, don't forget to visit ahdb.org.uk forward slash shape the future before noon on March 31st. And for more of our debates on the levy body, take a look through previous episodes on your favourite platform. And don't forget while you're there to click that subscribe button. That's it for this week, but we'll be back next Tuesday. From all the team at FG, stay safe and well, and goodbye for now.